That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. Yes. I just hear you moving around over there, so I'm I'm, I'm getting nervous. I, as always, I am your host, the Commodore. Squeaky. Ding dong. Better. And with me, as always, uh, is Rue. And we are just so glad to be here, aren't we, Rue? I'm excited because we've got ex- things and stuff to talk about. It's great. We got things and stuff to talk about. Welcome and to your March Madness Bracket Buster podcast, where we tell you who to pick to win your office pool. I, I, I am not the person the person you want to ask for that because I don't think I've ever won anything in March Madness ever. I won fantasy football one time. I haven't done that either. Yeah, so I am probably the wrong person to ask about that. We will not. We will. We might talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament. Don't worry, all you folks out there that. Uh, have no idea what the NCAA tournament even is. It's okay. It's fine. We're not going to push that on you. We are going to talk about uh, a lot of other things. I'm just glad we didn't crash the internet when we plus, pressed the go button today. Were we supposed I to? Mean, well, I mean, I just thought usually when we hit the go button, things break. Well, you did break the chat, but that's okay. I had nothing to do with the chat breaking. Now, let me explain this to you folks. <laughs> uh, if, if you're jumping on the chat right now, uh, or if you're watching this video and your IRC client is... Um, you know, throwing you all over the place because you had our wonderful settings saved from last time. Um, you are absolutely right. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. It looks like several of the people, we were on a, a service called Wild Ride, which apparently got merged into Alpha Chat. Um, actually, while we were using it, it got merged into Alpha Chat. So we had kind of been unofficially moved to Alpha Chat. And what I'm hearing is that Alpha Chat's kind of gone away now, too. So, uh, I didn't know this until today, but all of our services, all of the old settings, everything, R2-D2 even, is gone. So, so the, the whole chat could, just, could just crumble yes, just, in front of Now's us. the time to spam us. Yeah, now's the time to get your spam in because <laughs> we can't do crap about it. But the uh, anyway, so it, we're just going to have to live with it for today, folks. Yes. Uh, I don't know what to say. I will definitely <laughs> commit to you that I will get this figured out. Um, by the next time we we are we are together in a few weeks. Yes, and um, uh, I'd like to uh, announce some very important news. Uh, both Wilson three hundred nine and I both have uh, gotten out of jury duty this week. Thank you. Yes. Good night. Oh, that's very important. So no wonder you're happy to be here. I am. Uh, you know what? I've been almost called up for jury duty like three times, but I've never actually had to go. I kind of want to see what the big deal is. I want to hold, you never you know, like had to get in, in front of the hands. judge and tell them that you're an enraged psychopath and that you watch all the news and <laughs> therefore you you are completely biased toward the case and should not be included. Yeah, pretty much. I just should walk up there and be like, you know what I hate? All people of a different race than me. <laughs> I can't wait to get on a jury just so I can put everyone else who is not my race in jail. Uh, and... People that are intolerant of other people's cultures and the bloody Dutch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, is is it still okay to make Austin Powers jokes? Uh, didn't we have this discussion recently about how I think we that did, did not we? age well? I don't it, think. It, yeah, no, I think we did. We talked about it on the podcast, but I, I don't know if that means that we can still make the jokes or not because people still remember it fondly, even if the movie didn't age well. Yeah. I don't know. You guys tell us. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. You think it's okay to make uh, to make jokes about Austin Powers, and we will or will not. 
for the rest of the show. Yes, I hope you'll enjoy tonight's Austin Powers podcast. <laughs> Version, you know, uh, uh, episode number 3,554. Yeah, baby! <laughs> um, I wear glasses a lot more than I used to, so I, at least you know, maybe I get that going on with... Uh, it means you're getting old. The whole austin powers thing i need to order some old people glasses but anyway another story for another time folks yeah. what are we actually going to talk about tonight that's, that's a good, good that's a good we should have thought about that before we started the show mm, we really that. should have put some time into that one um we <laughs> we uh all right good so mr protagonist says austin powers jokes are always allowed so i, I feel more confident in my With ability that data to point of one we're good to move on then <laughs> yes with that one contribution our entire lives are uh are made whole. So um, we are going to do the news and notes, otherwise known as the tids and bits, which we deal with here on uh, on the Echo Screen Live. That is our our portion of the program where we kind of pull up some stories we think are interesting yep. or, or at least interesting to us, and we will talk about them to you yes. live on the air. And we have a special theme, I believe, to our to, to our tids and bits this week because we were talking before before the show but so what news is there that you want to talk about and it was all kind of related to wearable technology which just happens to also be our topic du jour yeah we could do a little we could do a little combination tids and bits and topic du jour today yes so i like that idea so so something that was let, let's start with the most breaking news and that would be that the uh, oculus rift uh version 2 dev kit uh mm -hmm. is now uh available for for sale and you can buy one. I think it's three hundred and fifty bucks. The original one was like three hundred or so. Yeah. So it's there. It is. I mean, it's still not a real product that's like set with games that you can just buy and start using immediately. Blah blah blah. It's still essentially supposed to be for devs uh, to you know kind of play around with and see what they can do. But I and throw up all over yourself with. Well, yeah. Supposedly, uh, part of the things that make this new and better uh, than the <laughs> first version is that. Uh, one, it doesn't make you as sick, uh, not as much motion blur and things like that. And I also, see. yeah, also it's um, uh, higher resolution, uh, which is nice. Uh, still some jagged edges. Apparently, they're supposed to raise the resolution even more for the actual finished product, whenever that's supposed to be. No date on that still. Hmm. And uh, I, they included a sensor with a bunch of infrared LEDs on it that are supposed to track your movements in a three-dimensional space. Huh. I know, right? So it's, it's actually spatial, not just kind of um, it's like orientation. Yeah, it's like Oculus yeah. Connect now, kind of. Huh. I would say. Yeah, Oculus Connect, but reverse <laughs> connect. Yes. So, or, or does it shoot at you when you're wearing it? Uh, I believe it shoots. I don't know, actually. I, I or does it originate the from the headpiece? Yeah, I don't know. Regardless. Um, uh, yeah, in, in any case, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's kind of interesting. I mean, that's something that uh, the average gamer is not going to be terribly affected by right now, uh, unless yeah. you just are crazy and want to spend money on a dev kit because you need your hands on the latest tech. And and even then, you but, you kind of have to write your own software for it to even use it with games at this point, right? I mean, are there any? Do you just go to it like a? A GitHub site or something, and everybody's got all the code to like, hey, play Assassin's Creed with the new Oculus Rift. Here's the code to do it. Well, I think that's part of the idea, actually. So that that it, they'll just release it. <clears throat> yeah, and see what happens. Huh. Okay. That's an interesting know. thought. I, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I, that people are kind of using these dev kits to three Dify almost anything. You know. Yeah. If they can. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know. I, I think they're trying to see what people come up with. 
That's kind yeah. of the idea. They're, they're, they're enablers of technology. Um, enablers. Yeah, and... and, and uh, Feed your VR addiction. Exactly. Uh, and, and again, like I said, still no official date. I think the quote was, no time soon on a... a uh, you know, <laughs> A deliverable product. Yeah. yeah. But uh, most people are kind of guessing 2015. So again, it's a little bit ways off. But... Well, let's... Well, what, what, before we go into the further, further news and notes, since we're doing a combined... Yes. Topic du jour. Integral du jour. Yeah, I mean, what what is your what's your feeling about the whole Oculus thing? I mean, are you are you are you thinking VR is the way to go right now, or is that the next? VR. Sorry. Troopers three. <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. This is a this is an unrelated note, but it's very important. We need to we need to cover these important topics that here. Lives in the back of your head for decades. Just yes. Ready to spit out at a, on a dime. How does that it scare is. you? Who was the chick in that? The chicken? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. I'm thinking of big, bad Beetleborgs. The chick? The, like, eight-year-old girl? Was it, was it an eight-year-old girl? Then I'm thinking of the wrong show. <laughs> Maybe it was VR Troopers. It probably was VR Troopers. What, the chick. There's a lot of... There was a chick in that. And, and she was in... Um... In VR Troopers? Okay. So, I clearly saw my tweet the other day about Rob, Robin of Loxley. Yes! I, the movie from yes. the 90s. Okay. Which was actually pretty darn good. Never seen that movie before. You haven't? I caught the last 40 minutes of it at 2.30 in the morning on a channel I didn't even know existed. And I, I started watching this and I was absolutely entranced by the 90s nostalgia. Um, and the, the, the girl that plays Marion in that, I swear, was in one of those after school kind of shows. Probably. And I don't think it was Power Rangers. I thought it was like Big Bad Beetleborgs. I could be completely wrong. Okay, well, first off, the woman, the, the girl from, uh, I love, people are probably just like, what the hell are you people talking about now? Uh, That's okay. That's good. Listen, this is, everybody, you know, they love the jabber. For, you're in for some, a lot of jibber jabber. Okay, so the woman yep. who played the, the chick, as you say, in uh, VR Troopers is Sarah Joy Brown. Doesn't American, ring a bell. An American actress, perhaps best known for originating the role of Carly Benson Corinthos who she portrayed on the American daytime drama General Hospital from 1996 no. to 2001. No, don't remember that. She's been, she was in VR Troopers and then... I told you! I told you that was her! I told you she was the one from VR, VR Troopers. You you did not say... I said that. No, no. I'm talking about the v, exclusively about the VR Troopers girl. Hold on. Oh, you're not talking about the same girl no. from the... I thought you were reading the Robin of Loxley girl. That's my reading comprehension of my words is what you need. Uh, she was in VR Troopers, and then she was in, like, literally five other soap operas. So there's that woman. So, so yeah, game over. Okay. She, she ain't in anything else then. Robin of Loxley, who I agree yeah. seems like someone... Oh, you know who it is? I knew this. I who is knew it? this. Who is it? Who is it? What's, what, what's she in? Okay. Have you ever watched Scrubs? She's in Scrubs. Yeah. You're totally right. She's in Scrubs. No ah. Superman. So I never and watched Roseanne. Scrubs. And she was in Roseanne. Roseanne. So I said that the other day, and I got to look like I had three heads. She definitely was in Roseanne. Now, was she the original Becky? Yeah, I think that's it. I never watched Roseanne. Before she was replaced by the... Yeah. Also, she's from Ontario, Canada. She's a Canadian. Yeah. Well, everybody in that movie was because, as I found out later, it was a great American movie that was filmed in Canada. What, Robin of Loxley? Yeah. That's a great American movie? Oh, I mean, they clearly have, like, all these... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mean the, it's, the like, American. a great American novel. What I'm yeah. saying is they portray this, you know, 
90s American society. Do you remember the Mystic Knights of Tiernan Oak? Yes. The girl in that was kind of uh, attractive. Is that the only reason you brought <laughs> that up? the only reason I brought that up. Okay. All right. I thought maybe you were going somewhere with that. Anyway, so back to virtual reality. So uh, <laughs> Troopers 3, virtual reality. Okay, uh, bring up our, our next virtual reality-themed news and notes. As yes. I look up the Mystic Knights of Tiernan Oak. Yes. <laughs> as you bring it up. <laughs> you're you're really really excited about this. So the 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 second uh, phase of virtual reality was, we were going to talk about was the Project Morpheus from Sony. Is how I'm heard. I, I hear you say that Sony. Sony, yes, exactly. Sony, yeah, it's a Sony. Um, oh, the Sony PlayStation. Uh, yes, Project Morphia. So yesterday it was announced that uh, Sony is entering the virtual reality headspace right? <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with uh, what they've deemed Project Morpheus. <laughs> uh, and they showed us off at the GDC, um, Game Developers Conference. And not terrible lot of info. Uh, obviously, this is in a prototype stage. Yeah. No, no set date or anything like that when it's coming out. Uh, it seems... Most likely, the Oculus Rift, Rift is ahead of the game in getting uh, a, something worthwhile out to market compared to Sony. But yeah, okay, so that's interesting. Sony's officially entered the entered the market space now. We're, so it, the question is, when do you think they came up with this? Did they come up with this? Uh, I Sony to have ever had a <laughs> an original thought. When you think? I mean, games. is it is it? So no. here's my thought because maybe they they saw Nintendo. Whip them with the Wii, with you know motion controls, and they clearly got on totally late with that. And they thought to our, to themselves, "Oh my gosh, we've got to come up with the next thing, and it's virtual reality, and we're going to start working on that now." Or much more, much more likely, they saw the Oculus Rift and went, "Wow, that's a great idea. We should totally make one of those." Well, go do it. I'll put it this way: Oculus Rift. As angry Japanese executive. Oculus Rift has been officially a thing in the public sphere. It was funded by Kickstarter on September 1st, 2012. So it's been out there for at least a year and a half. That's definitely long enough for Sony to be like, oh man, virtual reality. Let's do that. You got to do that. Bob, it's really give me great. something with virtual reality. We're going to show it off. It's great. Bob. Which is, it's the same thing they did with the PlayStation Move. So <laughs> they, they, they told Bob to make it? <laughs> Bob! Go make me a PlayStation move. Wait, what do I I sound a bit off in comparison? What's going on? I don't know. I, everybody says you're everybody says you're quiet. I, I don't think you're quiet. I hear you just fine. Shut your face. Okay, I'll turn <laughs> myself up. Okay. Right, so yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts on uh, Sony officially entering this sphere? Well, I you mean think a, you think it's a me too? I think it's a me too, and and that's okay. I mean, there have been plenty of me too's in plenty of industries that have been really good. Um you know, I think Sony is 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 racing to be the first, you know, the first uh, player in in this space that's worth a damn that really can present a good consumer experience. You don't necessarily want to be the first. You want to be the first that actually feels right. I mean, there were plenty of motion controls before the Wii, and the Wii even had plenty of issues with it, right? Mm -hmm. But it just felt like a fun gaming system, and it it changed the the experience. Well, uh, Dragon Chi, uh, you know, ignore our mindless, uh, baseless accusations of anything. Dragon Chi bringing uh, some 
knowledge bombs to the chat saying that yeah. supposedly Sony's been working on this since 2010 and asked yeah. the Oculus team to join and they probably pretty wisely declined. So, I mean, yep. the thing is, though, it's like how many, I mean, was it a real project? Like, was it something they were really focusing on back in 2010? I mean, That's the question. Or was it just kind of like a playing around kind of thing? And then. Well, the more important question is, do you think this is the next the next thing? Well, I mean, are, are we looking at the next week? Yeah, because um, there's also I mean, there's rumors about rumors about rumors, but supposedly right. Microsoft is thinking about entering the space. Uh, so is um, what do you call them? Valve, in theory. Yep. You know, it's just like and the funny thing is there hasn't officially been any. Well, OK, unless you count like the virtual boy, there hasn't been any official, you know, like that I know of uh, virtual reality headset like the Oculus Rift that's been released. So it's hard to tell. Yeah. If there really is, that, I mean, obviously it's it's the big sexy new thing in video games, yes. tech. You know, yep. if you look at the tech on the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four, it's more of a media uh, uh, consumption center than a really exciting new tech. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you got an upgraded to Connect, but the Connect itself is not new, and things like that. But yeah. This is like new, exciting tech, so it's gotten all the headlines. The question is, is this something that people are actually going to pay you know, a few hundred bucks for on top of any system they would need to play it? Well, ask, you know, define people there, right? Because I think one of the reasons why the Wii was so successful and it became kind of the next thing was because anybody could pick up and play it, and pretty much everybody wanted to. I mean, I had people that you know, had never played video games ever that decided to pick up a Wiimote and start bowling or whatever people do did back then. Um, back in the halcyon days of... Uh... <laughs> of 2006. Yeah, um, But yeah, so, you know, I, I, I think I, this is a very different kind of product, isn't it? Because this is the opposite in many ways of the Wii because... Even if this 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 uh, even if this is the next big thing, it's only going to be the next big thing for really hardcore gamers that just want to slap on a headset to get more immersed. Well, that's right? that's my fe- that well maybe fear is a uh, a little overstating it, but that's what I that's what I think is going to happen is that this is mm-hmm. this is something that the hardcore will probably get very excited about. I, it's a niche product for a niche market. Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah. it seems like something that's that's really cool. I mean, I had a chance to test out like some playing a little bit of Minecraft with the Oculus Rift uh, in Portland, the Portland Retro Gaming mm-hmm. Expo. I don't know why I was at mm-hmm. Retro Gaming Expo, but sure, why not? Um, yeah, and it was neat. It was like, oh, cool! I can look around and see stuff. Like, all right. And granted, that's one game, early demo, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <sighs> It was disorienting. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to see wanting to come home, strap this thing to my head, and play a game where, I mean... (laughs) Right, where you look ridiculous in your living room, where you... Yeah, I mean, I think it's... I kind of think it's bound to go the way of what Kinect has been, at least thus far, which is fascinating technology that's not going to be the next big thing. Unlike Kinect, however, and I think Kinect is, is still hot stuff... Because it has a use beyond video gaming. The Oculus Rift, uh, forget Oculus, I don't mean to single them out, but the idea of virtual reality in 2014, 2015 is different and is is really designed for gaming. It is a gaming appliance. You're not going to 
pop on your your headset to watch a movie, right? Yeah. Um, you when when the Xbox comes up, you know, one of the things I was doing today, I'm like making dinner. I can just say Xbox, you know, play or something, you know, Xbox, Netflix or whatever, and it just pops right up. I don't have to worry about grabbing a remote or anything like that. That's useful outside of the gaming experience. Now, again, that if you go ask the average person why they're buying a, a, a current gen system, unless you're talking about somebody that is really linked closely to games, um, I have seen many people buy these things that aren't even into games. They just want to have voice control of their media experience. And where do you think they're going for that? The Xbox One, right? So, yeah. so I think because there are, there are, there's utility beyond video gaming, the Kinect is probably a bad example. But I think a, a better example might be something like, you know, the, um, the Power Glove for the NES, <laughs> right? Okay. The Power Glove is completely useless outside of video gaming, right? And sure, a bunch of really hardcore people bought it. But did you want, you know, did you see your mom and dad like clamoring to jump to pop the old Power Glove on and play some Castlevania? No. No. And, and you know what? I think um, Malark in the chat brings up a very good point about... Some people are too into multitasking to be like just yeah. completely shut everything out and just only focus on this game. Yeah. You know, that's totally me. At least with a lot of a lot of games that I play, uh, I don't have a lot of time to play like games anymore, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm 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 multitasking all over the place. I'm <clears throat> this uh, this weekend we we're uh, at retro. We we're holding a charity stream, uh, a memorial, really, uh, for. Uh, uh, remembering uh, Justin Carmichael, Juario, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so uh, when I wasn't streaming, I, I was still, you know, observing and, you know, things like that. And I found myself more often than not, uh, maybe I would uh, be watching the chat, but also like transferring Pokemon from, you know, to the latest <laughs> version that I had. And yep. and sometimes I'd just, you know, mute, mute the video, watch the chat, uh, listen to Game of Thrones audiobooks on my phone and then be playing Pokemon, you know, and it's something like multitask, multitask, multitask. Even when you're playing a game on the Wii uh, U or, or PS4 or Xbox, whatever, you know, you're not closing off the whole world outside of you. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I, I don't know, that's like putting up this big barrier to everything else around you. So if there's other people in the house or whatever that want to yeah. interact, it's a little... I don't know. That's setting up barriers that are. It's interesting to see if the people will willingly break those or, or put those up. I would say. Yeah, and and, and it's it, you know the Wii was inclusive. VR seems very exclusive so far, right? Unless you're doing multiplayer Unless, game, uh, online gaming, I guess. But multiplayer online gaming or multiplayer gaming where everybody in the house has a headset and a Which, system can run yeah. that at the same time. And that's another thing; these are not going to be cheap. No, they're not going to be cheap. And could you could you imagine if there were actually 3D sensors, like infrared sensors on it, where you have four people in a room trying to play Goldeneye, like in the in the old days? Like, you really would have those kind of odd job situations where you like run up and like chop somebody. <laughs> I can see that getting pretty funny. Yes. Um, well, yeah. Uh, before we move on to the to actual the actual technical wearables discussion, uh, I just yeah. need to say to Kefka time. That I'm almost all the way through, uh, 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 what's it called? Um, Clash of Kings, and so uh, coming ooh, up, ooh, ooh. coming up to Storm of Swords. Very excited, especially with the fourth season of Game of Thrones coming up. So yeah, Storm of Swords is a very, very long book. 
Yeah, um, I see that. It's like yeah, uh, it's Game, of, Game of Thrones was like 33 hours on my on the audiobook, and it's like 47 for Storm of Swords. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, wait, maybe it's more than that. I think it's longer than that. I think it's like 57. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's I, like 1,200 pages. It's like. You can see why they split into two seasons, I think. Yeah. So. It's like all of Lord of the Rings in one book. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, that's for next but week. Yeah. Yeah. That's for next week. Next, by, by the way, though, we should tease people with that. Next week is going to, or next time, not next week. Yeah, next yeah, yeah. time will be our Game of Thrones throwdown. Boom. Where we will we will totally geek out about our Game of Thrones okay. Love. And if yes. you plan to do spoilers, I will have services figured out by that point, and I will boot you so hard. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So. So, um, by the way, if any of you are thinking about questions uh, that have already progressed through the program, I see some people having some really good comments about some of the topics we've already talked about so far. If you have questions you would like us to answer in the Q&A portion of the program, which I hear people tell me is their favorite portion of the program, all you have to do is go over to the right upper corner up there. You can see it doesn't have a little ass sign next to it. I'm sorry. I'll get that back. It says Commodore 128. That is my username. Click that. Click PM. That, will, that stands for private message, which is the way that I like it. Send it over to me, and I will assemble the, the best questions well, or the end of the show. Can't you just put your, your, your normal little here and people will still click on oh. your thing? Yeah, I could do that. Um, like there, like for that. example. Take that. Um, anyway, what we I, should what move on. What to... I love is because of like the 30, 40 second yeah. delay on YouTube. People just, you know, people just here. here. And they have no idea. We're still talking about Game yeah. of Thrones. Anyway. Here, here. <laughs> people, people are just going to start like coming into the program and putting random crappy cues in. Just anticipating me to say here in the chat room at completely the wrong moment um where can you get funky butt loving here here <laughs> um that's a that, there's a 90s movie for you um so we wanted to talk about uh other other kind of forms of wearable tech yes. including nintendo's bet which yeah. is that wearable tech is going toward more of a health conscious crowd which makes sense um Okay, so yeah, wearable tech. For an overview, why yeah. are we talking about this? Well, we're talking about it because just like what we just it's, it's came up with. I mean, Oculus Rift, obviously get everybody thinking about that. That's wearable You've tech. got, you know, Google Glass. Yep, that's wearable tech. That's everywhere. You've got the crazy sensors from Nintendo that they're talking about. It will be in the future. Um, um, just uh, today or yesterday? I'm not exactly sure. The Android Wear which is a new uh, it's actually not it's not a product it's a no. it's an SDK that allows people to uh, develop de sorry develop wearable you know uh, wearable technology that basically implements Google now and we should get to that in a minute because I really want to talk about that but anyway the overview is you see it in the in the media and headlines all the time is wearable tech wearable tech wearable tech that's yeah. what, it covers all this stuff it's the new exciting thing. Yes, and, and purportedly everybody in the mobile world is invested something into wearable tech of some kind, be it Google themselves with Google Glass, be it, you know, um, Samsung with their Galaxy Gear, uh, Apple is purportedly looking at wearable tech. Um, An iWatch. I yeah, the iWatch, you know, whatever their, whatever the component will be, they'll probably not call it that, but who knows. Um you know, so we wanted to kind of 
break some of these things down, talk about what the barriers to entry are, and talk about whether or not we feel like this is useful and what would it take for us to, to get into these things. Um, and, you know, I, I think we can start with something like, um, why don't we start with the least immersive and we'll move to the more immersive moving forward. So let's start okay. with the let's start with the Android wearables. So the idea that Google is now putting forget Google Glass for a second that's more immersive, right? And it's mm -hmm. in a completely separate SDK. What do you think about the idea of a smart watch? Okay, so <clears throat> this is not the first idea. The, the the Android Wear is not the first idea for a for a smart watch. No, uh, you've seen things. Dick Tracy, right? Yeah, well, of course. Uh, that's that's what everyone always compares it to, even though Dick Tracy hasn't been relevant since uh, about 1991. One. That's what I was going to say, yeah. and even then, yeah. it was only mildly relevant. Um, <laughs> Warren Beatty. Most people in this on this chat probably don't even know who Warren Beatty is. Well, you know what's hilarious? I didn't even realize at the time who uh, Al Pacino was, but it's funny that he was actually in that movie, Dick Tracy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. If you want to laugh, go back and watch that one. Calling Dick Tracy. Madonna's in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Madonna oh and Warren Beatty. Oh god. Anyway, the point being, um, you know, a little wrist radio watch, whatever. Uh, there have been attempts. The probably most notable, not necessarily successful, but notable being the Samsung Gear, and basically yeah. that's something that just can. I mean, and all these watches connect to your. They actually connect to the internet and stuff through your phone. The brains seem to be in the phone essentially, yes. and it's just a way to interact with your phone through your watch, and that's it. The answer I and probably most people have to this is why not just pull out your phone if you're going to be like contacting people, looking stuff up on the Internet or whatever, you yeah. know, and that, I think it's a good point. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the stuff that you can do with the uh, Google, I'm sorry, the Samsung gear is just clunky that it looks it's huge. It's a huge watch. It is. It's very big. You know, well, they had. To. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's pretty powerful for what they pack into it even though it's not really technically a <laughs> smart watch at all i know i know it's kind of it's, it's weird watch. it's kind of it, well these are yeah that's fun that's the funny thing these are all technically kind of dumb watches mm. um their brains are elsewhere but um right kind of like me well right that's that, that doesn't seem technically true with what's part. going on with the google stuff well we'll get um, to that in a minute remember with glass you know, but uh something else that, sorry go ahead oh no i was just gonna say that that i mean samsung galaxy gear came before there was an Android wearables yeah. SDK, and it you know as a result it's a little bit clunky, but it runs its own kind of ugly version of Android, right? Well, yeah. So you have two completely different versions of Android running, so on two different devices that are communicating together. Yeah. So you know? so so the Android watches, the non Google watch, non Google Gear watches, or sorry, so many terms. Google Wear watches. Wearables, yeah. Yep. Google Gear would have made a lot of sense. At least it's alliterative. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. I could do that now because of I, Galaxy Gear. So. I could leave those, and frankly, I don't see them as they are. They're going to need some bounds, I think, to get anywhere in the market. Yeah. Is that, yes. is that pretty much? I mean, Sam, if Samsung can't break into it, with their, they're massively successful with their Galaxy phone line. I mean, hell, yes. I, got a, I got a Note, a, a Galaxy Note 2, yep. because, yep. and it's awesome. I love it. And uh, they can't break through with that. That's that's a barrier. Um, yeah, and I mean they can't give gear away. But but it's also no. because I don't think it's it's a very good product for how expensive it is and for what yeah. it really offers. Because it's not really offering all that much when you think about it. 
Yes. Uh, well, well, going away from smartwatches that specifically interact with your phone or, yeah. you know, as a primary source, what about, how do you feel about these watch, watch is not really what they are, these, um, like Fitbit or Jawbone, uh, mm. what the hell are they called? You know, like fitness. Yeah, uh, like the Nike, the, you mean the Nike, um, uh, the, the, the fitness uh, trainer. Like, yeah, you, basically. You put it on your wrist, it tracks your steps checks your heart rate those kinds of things yeah i mean yeah and it can check your heart rate it knows how many calories you've burned and yeah this that and the other and you just charge it once a week and you wear it around and you can organize your data on your phone you know it's right. supposed to be you know for training and or, or just you know helping you lose weight and stuff like that what do you think about those those sell for like about 100 bucks roughly yeah um, i think that's pretty neat i mean i think that's a, a different category altogether right i mean i think it is uh, you know, I, I think the specialized versions of these things, I think that's why Nintendo looks at something like that and goes, huh, there's something here. Um, you know, obviously, these the, the fitness companies are looking for new ways to sell more stuff and then to potentially sell more sneakers and gear and things like that when somebody buys <laughs> new stuff, right? Um, so they're they're trying to get as many people into this as they can. What's a way to get people into stuff? By creating apps. And, you know, GPS trackers of, you know, your your route that you ran today. Right. So you can keep like a live journal online of, of all the running you've done. And, you know, it can kind of track your speed and it can track your steps and tell you how many calories you burn. And, and that's all really cool stuff, stuff that you, we used to rely on a treadmill Right, you know, in a gym to provide and, us. Now we can actually go and break that and go have it outside. Yeah. And, so, and so Zodiac pulls. I think that's him saying that right. Pulls out mm -hmm. uh, a thing saying, uh, "Why not just pull out your phone?" Sounds like why would you text and what? Why would you text? Just call. And I get. Uh, I, and I. I get yeah. what he's saying there. I assume he. Uh, but I think that's a incorrect analogy, uh, which is answered well by Purple Wolf saying, "All of the smart watches aren't there." All of the smartwatches out there aren't good. Uh, now aren't good. I'd rather just pull out my phone. The watches are overpriced, um, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and then he says, but if I had to buy one, I'd go with a Fitbit. And again, Fitbit is not is different from the smartwatches. The reason because it adds something that you can't just do with your phone. Right. right? right. It's it's It adds sensors that are not inherent. You know, you can't monitor your heart rate with your phone, uh, right. which is important to tracking your fitness like that. Um, yep. So because of that, because of stuff like that, it adds another essential element to the wearable that you can't just that, that isn't already in your pocket. And I think that's yeah. what makes it useful. Yeah, it, it's something up and above just what you could do with your phone. I mean, we used to have all these other things, right? We'd have uh, an MP3 player, for example. Mm -hmm. You don't need an MP3 player anymore <laughs> if phone. you have a phone, yeah. right? Or cameras. Um, so yeah, or cameras. Exactly. I mean, it, it, GPS. The, the list. GPS. The list goes on and on. Phones. Point is, oh, wait. there with with some of these. Yeah, with some of these, <laughs> you know, exercise gear things. They really offer something that is up and above, um, but might not always be that way. But for now, I think there is something different. And for folks that are serious about fitness, maybe it's a great thing. I, me looking at something like that. That does not make fitness any more attractive than it did without those gadgets. Um, but I do understand why the sneaker companies want to make something like that, because I think to some people it probably could encourage them to be more active, to 
you know, make a game out of it almost. Like um, instead of you tracking things uh, on your own now as kind of a game, you could actually turn something like that into a game, and it can be competitive, and you can, yeah. you know, all those kinds of things. I mean, there's there's a lot of cool possibilities. Some of these that. run that, so yeah. So we we only have a few minutes left. Uh, let's let's move on to the Google. Keep wanting to say Google Gear, the Google Wear, uh, which yeah. and this is different. This is different from a lot of the other uh, watches, smart watches we've talked about, like the Pebble. Even we we, on, yeah. we didn't even touch the on the Pebble. No, um, which is also which, which I I love the Pebble. I mean, yeah, I didn't. I I almost supported it on Kickstarter because it was actually pretty cheap to support at the time, and I thought it was a pretty good price <laughs> to get a, a regular little, um, you know, uh, one of the first Pebble that that came off the line, so you could connect your phone to your watch with texts and clocks and things like this, right? Right. Um, but I'm kind of glad I didn't do that now. It, Pebble was e-ink. Um, Mm. But I, so it's it's a very different kind of experience, and I, I see them all around. I think they're cool, but but um, I'm kind of glad I didn't go in at that phase now. Yeah, I it think, seems I think like something that's neat, but yeah. not really helping a lot. I mean, do you do you do you hear anyone say, "Oh man, this Pebble, I could I couldn't get along with that. I couldn't it. live without it." Yeah, absolutely. No, and and that's <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's the whole point, right? I mean, it, it's it, it, it's not it's not the need to have kind of tech gadget, and I think the only people that are kind of going after that are folks that are, you know, kind of looking for the hipster chic or people that, um, <laughs> you know, heart rate monitor, yeah, yeah. It's but I mean, that's know, that's I, a little different though. It's that's yeah. It's not something. Are you going to hold your S five with your finger on the back of the phone while you're running? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's when wearable enough. becomes useful. Anyway, we're getting all around. Back to the Google yeah. uh, uh, Google Wear yeah. uh, SDK, and then, again, this is something that they're releasing uh, an SDK for, and it's something that other companies can make the hardware because uh, you know right. Google doesn't. I mean, yeah, Google doesn't really want to mess with the hardware, you know. No, and that's no. fine. And so because of that, you can get actual like sexy watches and stuff like that or or you know form factors i'm actually what, what will probably be a sexy form factor of some kind we right now there's not a whole lot to see because not a lot of folks yeah. a lot of people are going to make these but not a whole lot have announced what they're actually doing yet. no no i mean this is new essentially google hasn't even announced it yet. no they just released this to developers so that they can uh, or companies to make watch you know even fashion companies so that they can right. see what they can do with it suppose the the big difference between okay we're back let me back up a second this is google yeah. now yes. all right if you have an android phone of, of recent ish vintage hopefully 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 you've played with google now i absolutely mm. love it it's yeah, it's phenomenal. It's basically like their predictive software thing that's mildly creepy yet really uh, helpful. You know, it, is. It, it it scans your Gmail. It scans where you are in the world, what Wi-Fi networks you're near, etc., etc., etc. And it te- it's predictive technology that's supposed to tell you what you want to know before you even ask. You know, mm-hmm. so like uh, if I'm at work and it's like four or okay. Literally, here's an example from this morning. Okay. I, I get up, I get out of the shower, and I, uh, you know, listen to my Game of Thrones or whatever, and I uh, uh, pull up my Google Now, and it's, it says, hey, traffic to work is like 36 minutes heavy traffic because there's an accident. I'm like, awesome. Right. And I click the button, and it brings up Google Maps and says, here's your fastest way there. And like, <sighs> I love you, Google Now. And yep. so like right now, 
I'm not going to show everyone because I don't want everyone to see. But it's telling me, hey, look, you got a car appointment tomorrow at 8 a.m. Hey, the Providence North Carolina game is Friday at 7:20. Here's the score where it's going to be. Oh, yeah, I love that. You were looking at Google Wear stuff. Here's some more information about Google Wear in a recent article. You know, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff like that. It really is. It's neat. If you're if you're taking a flight, it scans your uh, email and it says, hey, your flight's coming. You need to leave at this time from where you are to get to oh, the airport. I use that every day. It's brilliant. I use that every day. Every okay. day I get up and and Google will say, whoa, 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 you, just in case you didn't know, you got to leave in the next 30 minutes or you're going to be late. Yes. Because I already scanned traffic and it's ugly and you got to leave now. Yes. And it's brilliant. And it's like, oh. Creepy. Creepy as hell, but brilliant. And um, it's something that I'm very excited to see in a small form factor like that because that is frankly one of the more – and. Got it. This is first world problems, right? But that is one of the more cumbersome things is if it will alert you of things like that, but you got to like pull out your phone, unlock it and check, right? If you have yeah, or have launch, some kind of, yeah, I mean, or have some kind of, you know, with the old school, like, what do they have? Those little tiny uh, stands you could like pop your phone into and it would just like hold it there in front of your face, in front of your radio. Nobody does that anymore, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But back in the day, that was like stuff yeah and, put it out. and it is and it is creepy and it's like big brother but you know what at this point just embrace it everyone's watching you anyway whatever uh i mean this video that we're making is gonna be on the internet forever and probably used against us in a trial I'm 40 sure. years from now but I'm sure. i mean the point is is that uh having something like google now in a watch form where i can just glance down and and if you go to go to you youtube right now not right now but when this is done and look just put in google wear and watch the like two minute clip of potential things that you could do with it and yeah. it's it it's mind-blowing it's like this is the future i'm very excited for google wear in products i can totally yeah, see myself too. getting one you know you know what, what what pushed me over the edge so i i like what google wear does because it it, it really simplifies a lot of the operations of android down to really three or four different commands for any application that wants to run. So, um, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty easy to learn from what I see. You know, um, at any point, if you look down at the watch, it'll actually put up, you know, if it's an email, if you swipe to the left, it'll go to the next email. If you swipe to the right, it'll go to reply, right? And you can talk out a reply or something. You know what I mean? So there's, there's, there's only four directions and there's only there's no buttons on it right it's just you can you can do simple simple things it's not meant to replace your phone it's meant to purely complement it um in a way that is not interfering with your everyday life yes one of the things one of the big problems i think that the people are out there like california i, th I think it was california just opened pandora's box because they they actually ruled in court that it was not okay to make telephone calls it was not okay to send text messages, but it was okay to use your phone for GPS when you're in the car. Yeah. Well, I think we all know anybody that's tried to use use any any of those functions in the car can be really cumbersome. Wouldn't it be nice if I could just look at my watch and say, find this, navigate, and then the phone would the phone would do it just like normal, but I, all I had to do was just say it to the watch. Right, because the watch is listening for what I'm trying to do, and if there are you know turns or things that are coming up, I don't have to pick up my phone, hold it with one arm. I can actually just sit there and hold the wheel and look at my watch and see where I'm supposed to go. Um, I think there are a lot of cool applications for that, but you know the thing that really got me was the 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 notification. I think this came out two days ago, where with um, the Moto 360. 
Okay. So um, the Moto 360 is Motorola's um, announced product that they created using the Google Wear um, concept. And so the Moto 360 is a round watch with pretty good size. It, you know, I have a pretty big wrist, but it would it would fit. I already took a look at it. It measures pretty well. So it's not. it looks kind of tiny in pictures, but when you actually see the size, it's actually good. It's got great uh, custom materials. They use really, really nice materials in it. It's waterproof. It's all those kinds of things. It's not a che- It's not just because it's a watch that has a brain doesn't mean it's cheap, right? Sure, sure. So the thing actually looks like a designer watch, but it's a wearable. That is what changed my mind. All of a sudden, I saw something that was useful because of Google Wear, but also attractive and not just a big hunk of yeah. you know metal on your arm. Well, this you know? is this is the Apple principle, right? You know, Apple very rarely makes the first of anything, but they make no. the one of the first sexy versions of anything. Yes. You know, yes, MP3 yes. player or phone yes. or or tablet, you know. And so and of course there's rumors for everything, but if Apple Apple ever gets into this space, I'm sure they'll do pretty well as well. I think it's a matter of when, and uh, you know this this Stuff kind like that of thing. Let's face it, consumer adoption. This play, yeah, yeah, it, it plays right into their niche. I mean, you already said it, but 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 it bears repeating. These guys love to get into fashion. They love to be a part of stuff that goes outside of technology or is perceived as not technology friendly, like fashion, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this plays right into that, man. It, they're, I think they're going to be all over it. Apple's definitely going to have something. I don't know if they'll ever make a TV, but but damn it, they're <laughs> going to make a watch. Um, so, you know, I, here's the concept for me. I, I, I'm sold on a wearable that is useful, mm-hmm. complementary to what I'm already doing, right. and isn't something that gets in the way fundamentally of the day-to-day that I already have. So you're not sold on Google Glass is what you're saying? I'm not sold on Google Glass because that's where we would go to the next evolution, which is something that, you know... It takes everything that you just talked about with the Android wearables, and it puts it right in your face at all times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realize you have to do this to look, right? Like you have to like look up to go see it. But still, what what happens to you if there's something in your field of vision and it's just sitting there? What do you do? I'm like looking at it all the time. Like that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. And to me, and, that's distracting. And that talk about people talk about creeping people out. If you walk around with something like that, they're just going to assume that you're, they're always being recorded. And there's been some backlash to that already. Yeah. In yeah. public and, places and where people that, are wearing Google Glass. So These are those things that, that were always in those 90s movies that we all love, right? Where in the future, they'll have headsets with cameras on them so we can all video chat with each other. And no one ever thought for a second, like, God, that's scary as hell. Like, yeah. if we actually put that stuff on there, like, who is... Who's actually like watching this stuff, and where are they saving it, and who owns it, and what is actually "quote unquote" yours, and what is not? Right? So, so for the moment, I'm going to put Google Glass in the uh, Oculus Rift slash Connect, uh, uh, you know, bin of interesting technology. I don't know yeah. how widely it's going to be adopted. I mean, yes, Connect is is kind of getting widely adopted, but mostly because of, you have to get it with the Xbox, but. Uh, the the Xbox yeah. I should say, but so I, I don't think either of us are necessarily against wearables, but uh, you know as long as it fits that that profile we gave, um, we're good to go. 
You know, I mean, I could definitely make an investment here if it is useful, if it does, you know, fit a pretty <laughs> low profile and doesn't interfere with everything that's going on. Um, and if it doesn't arouse crazy pri uh, privacy concerns because I'm, you know, trying to film everybody as I walk around the city. Yes. Um, and you have people like Zodiac, which will just, will just punch you in the face for wearing Google Glass. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. I assume you're going to spy on me. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> you know, maybe there are some wearables we're definitely not fans of, but... I think there are some really cool things coming out of the Google Wear idea. Yeah. I'm sure Apple's going to have their own cool way of doing it, which would not be surprising. And I think they're a great company that do a lot of really cool things. Um, but right now, we have no idea what that's going to look like. We now know what, what Google Wear is going to look like with Google Now. And yeah. it looks pretty cool, I, mean, I got to say. I think to call it a fad would be a bit overstating it. But uh, there's going to be a lot of failures in this space before there's any real winners. True, I but I am in I am in the market for a watch, which is why another reason why I was thinking about this. It's like sure. it's happening perfectly. Uh, the old the old watch that I got for in, back in two thousand four is finally no more. Um, and uh, and you know I think I think that so let, let's talk about when these things are going to get released. Google is supposed to announce Google Wear and potentially even a an official Google Nexus watch. So we'll watch under the Nexus line at Google I.O. in June. Okay. So I would expect we won't see any of these watches come onto the market Before until that. June. Probably. Yeah. That's actually sooner than I expected. Yep. So, but usually from Google I.O., what ends up happening is they make an announcement and a, and a product is right around the corner. They do a great job of keeping it very secret. Um, but here we go. I mean, who knows? We'll find out. Anyway, wearables, you know, we like them. Kind Sometimes of there are ish. some things that I just would never get into, but Unless we um, don't. I'm not a VR kind of guy. I think I've always had that stance. I don't even think I want to play some of those old adventure games we had in VR. It's just creepy. Yeah, I'm more excited about something like Google Wear than I am any of the VR headsets. Yeah. I'd like to try it, but I don't, I don't see ever getting super excited by it. Anyway. Watch this. Boom. I just put here in the chat, which means that we are moving into the... <laughs> To the question and answer portion of the program. This is the portion yes. of the program where you guys can ask us any question you like. Be it questions from the tids and bits slash topic du jour, because we kind of did them both today mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, or questions about anything else. Questions about video games. Questions about other geek stuff. Questions about Game of Thrones. Have you even seen some questions about that so far? Could be <laughs> interesting. Could spoil next week's show, which is all about our Game of Thrones throwdown. So, you know, next week. I did it again. Also next Time we get I, together will be just because I wanted to see the little uh, uptick in uh, in the uh, 720p stream views. Just want to re remind everyone that we are broadcasting in beautiful 720p uh, hmm. uh, on YouTube. So if you would like, you can click the little you know gear widget and and change your resolution to see all the sexy that Commodore has to offer. Do so now all right go ahead so now all right so uh you can see my name commodore 128 over in the upper right hand corner just click on that click pm stands for private message send me the private message and if i like your question we'll read it out loud live and we'll answer it live as well how's that sound all right here we go Mega Man X four three two one, who was so gracious in earlier in in the evening to <laughs> send me a private message to make me know that the chat wasn't completely broken, asks a question. We've talked before about what is next gen. That is actually a statement. On the reverse side, what is retro? 
Meaning, when is a system or generation considered retro or classic? Great question. I had this conversation a few times before with uh, different people. My, and it's it's not a hard and fast rule. Well, it shouldn't be. No. To me, it kind of is to me. Uh, it is retro. Systems are retro. A generation, I should say, is retro of yep. console systems. When it is two generations previous to the current. Meaning that PS2, That's a good rule Xbox, and GameCube have just turned retro officially. After Isn't that, that crazy? After that, it's just old. It, it you know old. It, it's that old and unexciting generation. You know, we PS3 and Xbox 360 is just kind of old and unexciting right now. Before yes. that, it's retro. You know, right or, or vintage or whatever. You know, and then of course I don't know if I call it vintage yet, but it's definitely retro or well, or at vin- least you have to go back like four or five generations to go to vintage. To be retro. Like, that's like Atari. Yeah. Retro is a different level, I think, is what we're saying. Yeah, uh, retro is a different level than vintage. Or another way to say it, or uh, classic for like PC. Let's just say ten years. Okay. You know. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, when I think about some of the games that came out ten years ago that I still haven't played, it's kind of scary. I mean, we were just thinking before about Austin Powers being twenty years old. Like, that's a scary thought too. Austin Powers coming out twenty years ago—that just doesn't seem right. No, it came out like seventeen years ago. But still, 17 years is closer to 20 than it is to 10, all right? It's not like, I mean, the last I checked, Austin Powers was a couple years old. Now it's 17 years old. I mean, that's a big deal. Um, anyway, all right, so, you know. Wood equals vintage. That's what vintage is. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I, I mean, if your electronics have wood paneling on them. I, I think retro, just like, I mean, it's, it's a good subjective modifier. It, it works for a lot of people in different ways, you know. Um, people talk about stuff being so, you know. 2001 um if 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 something being so 2001 is meaningful for you then it's probably then that probably means retro um i mean christ when the gamecube was out calling that retro is kind of scary since we were in college when that came out but it's pretty retro it's pretty retro i would say all right so uh good question next one we've got is from red mage board game question for you have have you played Pandemic? Any opinions? My friends and I are looking for a new game. This one looks interesting. Have I played Pandemic? Yeah, we've played Pandemic. Oh, of course. Of course we played Pandemic. Uh, As a matter of fact, I almost bought Pandemic the other day because they actually have Pandemic in, like, Target now. We talked about this before. Um, you can actually just walk into a regular brick-and-mortar Target, and they've got Pandemic on the shelves. Which is kind of amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, made by, it's made by Z-Man Games, I think, and yep. you wouldn't think that that stuff by that's made by those kinds of publishers um, yep. would make it to the shelves of stores. But yeah, Pandemic Settlers, does. Settlers, Settlers of Catan has been the, uh, you know, the poster child for, uh, yeah. or or you know, the gateway drug, I should say, for more advanced board gaming for over a decade now. So I, you see that yes. everywhere. Um, yeah, that's everywhere. You see, like I, I actually. It's cool because the other thing you can buy in in like just regular brick and mortar stores um, is Flux. Now they carry a lot oh, of different yeah, versions yeah. of Flux, which yeah. is great. Uh, Looney Looney Labs, yeah, um, Looney Labs, awesome. But anyway, to your question specifically, yes, mm-hmm. Pandemic is quite good. Uh, it's one of the f- it's it's very balanced, very very balanced. It always seems like either you win by one turn or you lose by one turn, and yeah. it's um, gr- like a great cooperative board game. Yeah, which. The first time I played that was new to me. There's probably a lot more like that, but um, 
Yeah, and, and I, my my perspective, and and the reason I can say this because I I literally, like I said, I almost bought it because I was showing it to a friend. I was in I was in the store, and I said, "Have you ever played Pandemic? This game is phenomenal. A cooperative, you know, game that's really gets more fun the more people you have, because you're all working together to either everybody wins or everybody loses, right? Yeah. There's kind of no in between, just like a real pandemic, right? Kind everybody, of, everybody lives or everybody dies. Kind of like Battlestar Galactica, the board game, where everyone wins or yes. everyone loses, except that's not exactly true because there's a twist, because at least yes. one of you is a Cylon. No, you're, all, see, you're all supposed to be humans, and that's that's one of my favorite games, just because there's that intrigue. I love games where you have to play mind games. You know, Battlestar Galactica is kind of pandemic to the next level, in my opinion, because, yeah... It takes kind of a simple premise of Pandemic, which is that everybody's trying to survive, just like on Battlestar Galactica. But uh, you don't know who to trust. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, things change. You know, Maybe you think you know something, but now you don't know it. And I, I really think Battlestar Galactica is better than Pandemic. It's, it's just a great board game, one of the best I've played in a long time. Mm-hmm. But Pandemic is a great way to just get friends together and have fun. You don't have friends yeah. that are really into, super into Battlestar or don't like to learn complex games. You take a level of complexity out of it to play Pandemic. I would also suggest uh, Power Grid is the one way. Power Grid's great. And yeah. uh, just in general, go to BoardGameGeek.com. Yeah. And you'll be just read some of like the, the top rated oh, games there. Gosh. That's a wealth of information. It's insane. One of my favorite things to do is to walk into a game store and just pull up Board Game Geek on my phone and just start reading reviews of like, oh my god, that game looks ridiculously cool. What is it all about? And then they get like you read it's a terrible review. I'm like, all right, moving on. By the way, the mo- the, the most latest, the, there is a newer version of the Game of Thrones board game, which is supposed to be pretty good. Okay, well that's interesting. Just saying. I, well, I mean, PAX is coming up. Maybe I was gonna say maybe at some point i'm sure that won't be popular um <laughs> well, we'll just have to we buy go. it and play it on sunday night I'm not, by the way i'm leaving monday morning nice surprise surprise <laughs> um me one two three d asks uh if you could replace twitch plays pokemon with your own game of choice what would it be great question okay side note i w- have you watched twitch plays pokemon at all I haven't watched it. No, I watched about five minutes of it, and I found it a bit maddening because, like, yeah, it's just like, well, it's a little delayed, and it's like things are, you know, they're trying to fight, and but it keeps moving over because things are, and it's like, ah, okay, I can't watch it. But it becomes a game in a game. I mean, I understand why. It's a fascinating idea. Anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, well, it would have to be an RPG. You can't do anything, right? I, I could see that. I could also see some fun playing some, you know, point-and-click adventure games that uh, way. That could be good. Or even the text adventure games. That would actually be really fun. Hmm. <laughs> like everybody types in letters. Because, um, you know, all the, all the basic commands of text adventure games can be reduced to basically a letter. Um, Honestly, Pokemon, the Pokemon series is one of the better choices you could possibly have yeah, because of all is. the customization options. You know, for making your party and naming thing, naming them, and I mean, let's face it, the story doesn't really matter worth the crap. It's all about the battles yeah. and things like that, right? Um, right. Which is why people like me get caught up in it because I'm like, this is really dumb in terms of story, <laughs> and you can you kind of miss the whole whole point of the game. 
but so it's hard for me to come up with something better than that. I yeah. mean, no, I, I think it's a great, great example. I heard they were playing a little bit of Mother Three the other day, uh, and I didn't get a chance to see it, but that sounds interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, but I, anyway, it, it's it, I can see any of the old RPGs getting played that way. It's just tough. Um, the, the thing is, there's not a lot of. I mean, it's it would be hard to play something like like Final Fantasy on. You know, unless someone was making all the choices for gear and things like that, it would just be tough to beat a game like that with a cooperative. Anyway, um, Andy1404AR asks, what do you think of the term dumb fun when it's used to describe a game? I think it's apt for certain yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, I cannot think of a better term for Flappy Bird. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's nothing to Flappy Bird. Nothing to it at all, but it's I, but it's a lot of fun. It's, you just, it's cool. You shut your you shut your game off. You shut your brain off, and then you just you're tapping, you're tapping, you're tapping. That's it. You know, as opposed to something like, yeah. or if you're me, you go tap 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 death, tap 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 death, tap 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 death, tap 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 death, and you go screw the scrap. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. that, that <laughs> exactly. same thing happened to me. But uh, I was like, I don't get it. But um, I mean, no, there's tons of games like that, and that's fine. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just something. I, it's. I mean, it's another way to put it, it's kind of a time waster. You know, people do things to uh, just relax and zone out. You obviously don't want to do too much of it, but yes, it happens. Nothing wrong nice. with it. Nice. Um. Yeah, I, I. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. And I think, folks, you got to remember, right? I mean, not not every movie can be Citizen Kane. Not every video game can be, I don't know, uh, Final Fantasy VI. It, it, you, you know, part of the reason that we like going to the movies is just because it's fun watching movies. Part of the reason that we like playing video games is because we have fun playing video games. It's okay that there are bad ones, good ones, good ones at being bad, bad ones at being good. I don't know. Point is, uh, you know, we can't just sit out there and be ridiculous that I think a lot of people are by going man you know the game industry should just make more you know should just make better video games and you know everything everything out there should be you know the the, the best game in the world everything should, out there should be Skyrim and it's like no not every game should be Skyrim Flappy Bird has just a, as much a place in the world as Skyrim does uh, get it. Kafka Time is stoked about the uh, Game of Thrones throwdown for next time so I, I am I am pretty excited about it too, but we'll uh, we probably do need to hit, hit the point Kafka time makes is that we probably should get get a couple ground rules going and have some conversation before we we launch that sucker next time. So we will definitely <laughs> do that Kafka time. Worry yourself not. We will take care of that. Um, Mr. Protagonist asked a question about the topic du jour. Are implants the next step after wearable tech, or will sanity stop us before it reaches that point? No, probably not. Probably I mean, not. I mean, no. I mean, sanity will not stop us. I, that's what I mean. I, I, I don't <laughs> think sanity will stop us. Yeah. I think cybernetics is the logical conclusion here, right? I mean, what we're doing is wearable I mean, cybernetics. I, there's never a conclusion to anything. I mean, that's just the next step. I would say at some point within the next hundred years, you'll, you'll at, at most you'll definitely see cybernetic implants as a big thing. Um, for fun and profit. I agree. Pond Life asks a ridiculous question. So will you boys be watching Game of Thrones premiere? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Game of Thrones? What's that? Yeah. Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, Tacos Rule 89 
asks, with March Madness just starting, hey, a March Madness question. Did you fill out a bracket? Of course. Yes. Come on, don't be ridiculous. If so, who do you have going all the way? Who you got? Who you got? Uh, um, I actually have, I no, I have multiple brackets. Oh, that's One of them, lame. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I only say that because I did one, and then I started the next one filling it out exactly the same way for a different group. Oh, okay. But then I came back to it, and I realized I had made some different decisions. So what's your main? I think at this point I have Michigan State winning it all. Nope, not going to happen. Uh, apparently they have like a 13% chance. That's, nope. Or ESPN. Too many people are talking about them. I got them going out in the, jeez, uh, where do I got? I got them losing to Virginia. I think Virginia's going to the yeah, final four. Yeah, that's my matchup. My matchup is is Virginia, Michigan State. So, and I and initially when I filled it out, I had Virginia going to the final four. I like Virginia. They could go all the way. I'm cheering for Virginia. Virginia's I'd love to see Virginia. I think they could yeah. do it. I'd love um, to see Virginia win the national although, championship. So right now I got Kansas winning the national championship, which I don't like. But you know what are you going to do? No. I had Kansas against Florida. No. I'm trying to remember. I got Kansas versus Louisville. I don't know how I feel about that one. About Louisville, yeah. But but that's a, yeah. I don't know. You know what, though? My initial initial wave through there, I put put Louisville as a national championship, and I said, I can't do that. There's no way they're going to repeat. I'm with Zodiac. Everyone has Michigan State. That gives me pause. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And, And yes, some guy, this is Lynn Sanity. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, the important thing is I have Duke losing in the second round. Uh, that is exactly right. Um, okay, let's see here. <laughs> Malark asks, will and when will, which is kind of an interesting way to ask this question. <laughs> Maybe you should have said if, uh, and, and, if and when if, will the EU <laughs> die? When will the Wii U die? Yeah. Ah, well, I mean, eventually it's going to die. All, all consoles yeah. die. Yeah. Oh, how long? If this is the, it's, it's uh, one and a half-ish years into its life, right? It's 4.30 in the a.m. And you're listening. <laughs> and it's got uh, Smash Brothers. It's got the next Mario Kart coming out. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be at least as fine as the GameCube was, which is not to say great. <laughs> But what I mean is that the GameCube wasn't killed before its time, really. No. Uh, no, I don't think any rash decision is coming. I think they're no. going to continue to produce content. Nintendo is not the kind of company to do rash decisions. Yeah, they're going to write it out, and they're going to they're going to play for the, for the next game. They'll yep. they'll live to fight another day. Yep. Which is probably the best thing they can do. So live live off their handhelds until <laughs> until they can make another the play at the at the console game. Meanwhile, 3DS is doing perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, Pina Colada asks. Which is your favorite Mega Man game? Now, that's a cool question. Ooh. I think anybody who watched the charity stream could, could probably have heard the conversation about this previously. The whole Mega Man series or original Mega Mans or what? I don't know. You make up the rules. He didn't, he didn't specify that. What, are you crazy? It's either Mega Man X or 3. Yeah, I would say... Uh, I didn't realize how much I loved X until I started playing it again for the charity streams, and I suddenly realized you, I remembered you mean, like, everything. Mega Man X or Mega Man X and Mega Man X 3 or Mega Man 3? No, no, no. Mega Man 3 and Mega Man X. 
Mega Man. Uh, I thought that's what you meant. Mega Man three is my favorite of the original Mega Mans. Everyone's like, oh, two is the best. I'm like, nah, you're full of crap. Three is better. I I do I do love two, but the reason I love two over three would be for nostalgia. So because three is a better game. Hey, come on, it is. It's got yeah, rush. It's, it's got game. sliding. It's got the bosses from two. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, th- three is a better game. All right, we'll uh, we'll finish out with this one because there's a lot more questions to get to. But let's face it, we're way over schedule anyway. Do you feel uh, this is uh, this is W one six four? Do you feel that board games will start going mainly digital in the near future, with physical versions becoming sort of a novelty? This is a cool question. I don't think they'll be going mainly digital. I mean, you do see that. Uh, yeah, I got Carcassonne on my phone. You know, stuff like that. Well, I think. I mean, when I hear that, what I think of is. Um, the surface, the original. Oh, what was yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it sounds stupid now, but the big table. Originally, Microsoft had a product called the Surface. Yeah. And it was a full-blown table with a PC in it that had a touch panel on the top. The whole top was like a touch panel. And we demoed one at PAX, as a matter of fact. The first PAX, the first PAX East. The very first PAX in the Heinz Convention Center. Yeah, we, we we sat down there. and played a little D and D on a on a table. And it was really cool. Um, you can see it was great. it's a little prohibitively expensive, but obviously, but um, but it wouldn't be now. If they go, if you, somebody wanted to go make true. something like that now, they could make it now, and it could be pretty cheap, I think. But regardless, there's something about the physical physical. I mean, board games, board games are not a huge thing in America or in North America, I should say. I mean, not like it is in Germany or things like that. Or it's more of a kid thing here. Let's say that. Well, it's becoming more of a geeky fun time, you know, thing. To do to get together and play some uh, Settlers of Catan or, or uh, Pandemic yes. or whatever, you know, and uh, yes, th- those that's not going to go away. The physicality, no. that's that's part of the fun. That's part of the human interaction, you know. That's it's it's great. I, I don't think there's anything exactly. like playing board games. I I think it's a unique experience. It's, it's like playing a Dungeons and Dragons video game versus playing real D and D. It's not the same. And I, I think board games are the same way. You know, I played Uno when I first got the Xbox 360 because it was one of the only good games to play on Xbox Live. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun to play fun. Uno. Yeah, but it was but it was it same. as cool as yeah, hanging around with friends, drinking a couple beers, you know, playing a card game? No, it wasn't just as like fun when as that. we were kids. Just like when we were kids, drinking the beers, drinking the beers. Um, no. Uh, for some reason, I thought of this earlier, and I think it warrants mention on this program. Do you remember the fastest game of 21 questions ever played? <laughs> Wait, why were you thinking of this earlier? I, I don't know. Uh, well, I think games. We were thinking about games we play in person. Um, I was thinking 21 questions, and it just popped into my head. P- the, the people need to know the inside story and the fastest game of 21 questions ever ever played. Okay, go ahead. So were we in the car? I think we yeah, were in the we're car. In the car right? like going somewhere. And I think I was. This is the only way you're ever going to play 21 questions, or it's 20 questions. Yeah. I, and I think I was driving, although I could be wrong. Mm, probably wrong. Well, I don't know. Actually, I can't remember. I, now that you mentioned that, I might have been in the we're back of your car. Winds or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But anyway, we said okay. Let's do 21 questions. We're like, okay, great. 21 questions. All right, I got one. <laughs> and. And if I remember correctly, th- these, this is how the questions went. And both questions came from you, as I recall. Uh-huh. And then you nailed it after the second question. The question was, 
is it a man? And I said, yes. You said, is he black? And I said, yes. And you went, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> yes. And I went, yes. So now it would be so, Barack Obama. And then you'd be like, yes. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Why in the world did that happen? I don't know. I, I literally was thinking about that before going, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But it was the fastest game of 21 questions ever played. And, that, and that's uh, way better than any board game you're ever going to play. Yeah. Like 20 it, it, questions. You see what I'm saying? It's 20 we, questions, by the way. The, the chat is making is it, fun of you for saying 21 questions. Oh, it is 20 questions, right. <laughs> I don't know why I said 21 questions. Because you got a gambling problem. Because I have a gambling problem. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, but I, as I remember, we laughed about that for the rest of the day. Like, it was like, how the hell did that even happen? Later. And that's something you can't really get from playing a board game oh, or any point, other though. kind of game. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I over... I bringing that up for the hell of it. No! Hey, you yeah. know... I want to tell everyone how I'm racist. Well, I don't think I don't think there was any component to that to the story. Wow. Um, only twenty-one questions with Rue. Good. The misquotes keep coming. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. Sorry for the chat difficulties. Hopefully, we'll take care of that next time. I will look into this. I will. I will help. Help me. I will help try you. To figure that out. Um, yeah. Help me. Help you. We will. We will try to figure something out. For this thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, maybe you learned something about wearables today. I don't know. I'm really excited about all that stuff. And um, I think there are a lot of good questions here that uh, will pertain to next time we get together, which will, will be when, Mr. Rue? Uh, good point. That will be <clears throat> a Wednesday, April 2nd, 2014. Wednesday. April 2nd, be there. Why would you want to be there? Because we are going to have our Game of Thrones throwdown. Megacast throwdown of... As as you throwing. will recall, uh, on one of our previous Convince Me episodes, mm -hmm. I tried to convince Rue to watch Game of Thrones. And now he is a hopeless Game of Thrones addict. Um, and that's why you need to watch Doctor Who now. And that's why I will never watch another episode of Doctor Who. But, um, but uh, Game of Thrones since then has become a big part of our lives. We are going to stick as well as we can to the shows and only to what has been presented thus far. Uh, and we'll write some notes about this. But we really want to join. want you guys to join next time. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to geek out about Game of Thrones. which probably means it'll be two and a half hours long. Um, <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> Because we're all going to be really hyped up for the April 6th premiere mm -hmm. of Game of Thrones Season 4. Season four. So, uh, with that in mind, folks, please join us next time. In, in the meantime, you can find me at It's the Commodore on Twitter. And, I and you can be, find Rue at uh, Rue underscore clan, or sorry, C-O-T-G-W. Yeah, whatever you want to say. At, um, at the Twitter. It works both. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tweet us ideas that you would like to see on the show. Tweet us questions that you didn't get answered here. Tweet us random facts that we should be knowing about Game of Thrones that has happened thus far that you would like to see as a part of the show. Um, we've even had offers so far for someone to be a bullshit detector for us on the program so that they can t they can tell us when we get something completely and totally wrong. We need those two folks. We need that. We, we totally need those need two. That. So 
Yeah, we're, we're, we're totally signing them up. But anyway, um, <laughs> so join us next time. And uh, as always, thank you for joining us here on the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. And I'm Rue, the Rue. And there is no reset button. Go heels. Go heels. You have you have something? I got nothing. You got nothing. You have any like like dolls or things that make noise or things? I used all my toys. I got nothing. A lot of toys. Anything that pertains to the topic or? Nope. Nope. I uh, I'm not a clever man. Uh, that's 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 unfortunate. <laughs>